Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. This is Sam Delaney. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Sam was sitting in front of Andy, who's on his break. And uh, we talked Paul uh, and politics. They're strange bedfellows, mm-hmm. but at the moment, it's it's just that kind of world, isn't it, really? Uh, Theresa May uh, tried her hand at Paul, the Italian Prime the, Minister. The Prime Minister is in Egypt. Yeah. Having a game of pool yeah. against an Italian bloke. Winner stays that, on. Those are the times we live in. Yeah, exactly. She put her 50p on the side of the table. She got her spot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned to hear what happened next. Uh, yeah, so you'll find out how we uh, called on the services of the top pool player to uh, uh, kind of work with her. Mm. Um, also, Alex Horn was here, Liverpool fan. He was very, very positive Liverpool fan, as you're going to yeah. hear. Great work by him, I think. The Liverpool fans will be chuffed to hear him. Uh, talked about Taskmaster, his uh, tour, and other matters besides. He and was very funny. He was funny. I mean, he's a funny he's, man. He's really funny. And uh, we had a bit of a chat uh, about various matters, which you will hear as well. So here it all is. Good afternoon, Paul. Did you watch the match yesterday? Did you see it wasn't uh, yeah, it wasn't listen, a stunning game of football? I watched a few bits of it. It was a tough afternoon yeah. of football, wasn't it? Because we had high hopes hmm. for the Manchester Liverpool game. Was, hang on, excuse me. <coughs> hmm. Um, and that was pretty. It was it was disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, maybe we'll get a better game. I expected quite a lot of goals, and then I did lose interest. And um, to be honest, I didn't see the. I saw the altercation. Hmm. And then I didn't see all of the penalties. I got distracted. <laughs> then I received a uh, message from my brother, who's a QPR fan. Who, as you'll know, you know QPR fans are not that keen on Chelsea. No, of course. And he'd written the word paradise, which is a word that he coined many years ago uh, <laughs> in response to, I think, the time Chelsea lost in a, in a Champions League semi-final to that ENS, the last-minute goal. Do you remember that oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heartbreaking. Hmm. And in, in, a, in a moment of ecstasy... He used the word paradise to to describe his feelings. Yeah. And I now know that's sort of a code for Chelsea have lost in a big match. So I received that and realised... The, the, the way the happened. result had gone. Mm. They always seem to find a way, though, didn't they? Ever, you know, I know it frustrates Chelsea fans. It's all a bit dysfunctional and they turn over managers. But they always find a way. They always find a way of mm. keeping going. You know, it wouldn't be at all surprised they end up again in the top four. I think Andy no. would be from what he tells me, but... 
you know, they always find a way to, well, to get re- over their setbacks. They remain a, a well-funded club. Let's yeah. not forget. I mean, you know, they're, they're, gonna, they're a club with the money that they have spent on their team who should be in, <clears> in the higher echelons, <throat> irrespective of, of who's in charge of the team. Well, we're going to uh, have a chat with a sports psychologist a little bit later because there's a few things that went on. Uh, Aitari's got to pick up the pieces and there probably are a few players in the dressing room who are thinking, misunderstanding Chinny Recon. So um, <laughs> so how does he cope with that? How does he turn things around uh, in a few days ahead of the Tottenham game? And also the body language. We're interested in the mm. body language of trying to rip the top off and then almost disappearing down the tunnel and that guy opens the door for yep. him and there's a little moment and he almost thinks if I walk through that door now that's it that's it I'm not coming back mm. and so he just sounds checked. like the lyrics to a country and western does. song doesn't it he checks and he comes back again so um we're interested to hear from you this afternoon on uh, aborted um, stormouts, uh, aborted flounces. So Nothing worse, is there? If, if you've got to come back, for, if you've actually left the scene, one of those, that's it. If you've got to come back for your car keys, I imagine that's quite common. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Yeah. I saw, I saw my, uh, one of my brothers storm out of a Christmas day once years ago. Yeah. And he stormed out and did, the, it was a full flounce. There'd been a big, proper Christmas day family row. Yeah. And it surrounded Sabutio, actually. That's another story. And and, and as he left, he said, um, that's it, I'm going, you know, sod you all, don't, no one see you again. Yeah. And he had to come back. Not only did he have to come back looking for the car key, he then spent a good hour going through the rubbish bags. Oh, because he couldn't find putting throwing the keys away? The, he was sat on the kitchen floor. Well, you know, like in the end, if you get desperate, you think maybe someone's yeah. thrown it in the rubbish. Sat on the kitchen floor after doing a spectacular flounce for an entire hour, <laughs> oh, wading through no. rubbish, turkey carcasses, the lot. Were you all laughing? Yeah, of course we were. I mean, it was one of the best things I've ever witnessed. <laughs> so if you've got... Uh, your mum did a... She tried once to this stop is a not, fight not in your family. not quite a flounce, but yeah. it's sort of an, an abortive, you know, spectacular sort of um, a, a sign that she tried to put out by... There was another fight. I don't want to give the impression oh, that we were always like at each other's you, throats. Right, you? But, you know, there's four, four boys in one house. There's going to yeah. be the old tiff. Yeah. Two of my brothers were fighting, hmm. and she was screaming at them to stop and obviously she was getting nowhere so what she did was she pretended to faint Yeah. and because the melee just continued and no one paid any attention she got back up and did it again went down again for a second yeah, time went for a second faint got the attention a second time <laughs> So that's kind of like an abortive flounce. So if you've tried an, uh, an abortive flounce, please let us know this afternoon. And uh, in what circumstances did you have to slowly crawl back in again? Talksport.com forward slash J. You can text to 81089 or you can tweet to TSHNJ this afternoon. And um, really, Sunday morning uh, football, Saturday afternoon football down at your level, folks. Well, you've openly seen mutiny. Maybe mm. it's cricket. Maybe it's someone refusing a walk. But just let's have a few of your uh, great sporting refusals today. Um, you were saying earlier on, De Canio at West Ham, you, were, saw you that, were quite used to what I'm When I saw that yesterday with Kepper just like waggling his <clears> finger <throat> in the continental style yeah. uh, at Serie, to me and to any other West Ham fans who were there in the Redknapp De Canio era, yeah. it will have just seemed normal because every week, as far as my recollection is that every home game, yeah. there would be a moment where Paolo... Um, disobeyed Harry mm. yeah. and they had an altercation and there was a lot of finger wagging from Paolo Harry would not lose it the way that Sarri did though he would sort of shrug and you know put his palms up as if to say well that's Paolo let him yeah. get on with it 
but he would either be refusing to be substituted, he'd be refusing to come on. If he was on the bench, sometimes he'd refuse to come on. He'd either want to take a penalty or refuse to take a penalty. There was a famous game against Bradford where he begged to be substituted because he felt that the ref wasn't giving him a fair crack, mm. right, and had denied him three stone-cold penalties, so he wanted to leave the pitch, and Harry wouldn't let him, so he sat down on the on the floor. All of that stuff I saw yesterday, I just thought, I've seen this a million times before. Yeah, to, yeah. to West Ham fans, it was not out of the ordinary. So uh, let us know if uh, if you've seen a refusal, maybe done it yourself, or if you've been the coach on the other end, if you've been in the sari role, talksport.com forward slash H&J, text to 281089 or tweet to TSH&J. We will be speaking to a sports psychologist at a bit of body language work first as we try and get to the bottom of what Sari was doing as he tried to rip off his clothes and then run out the stadium. Um, yeah, Jamil Qureshi joins us very shortly. Uh, we're going to talk a bit of um, Leicester and Chelsea, both showing an interest apparently in Brendan Rodgers. Uh, we'll speak to Bill Leckie, uh, who works for the Scottish Sun, of course. Is this Brendan Rodgers last year? Is there a feeling among Celtic fans this could be it? Uh, you can't see him jumping ship um, before the end of the season, but we'll be chatting a bit about that, get the latest. Uh, also, later on with the Prime Minister playing a bit of pool mm. with the Italian Prime Minister while in Egypt. Uh, we thought we'd get some tips for her to improve her game. She does need some work, I think it's fair to say, looking she, at her technique. To be fair, she didn't look as if she'd tried to play pool before and not got good at it. Mm. It looked like the first time she had ever set eyes upon a pool table or pool she, cue. She'd never held a cue before in She her didn't life. know what it was. She went, yeah. why are you brandishing a stick at me? <laughs> and now, why are you putting chalk on this stick? Yeah. Is this some sort of ritual here in Egypt? I love the way the Italian Prime Minister chalked her cue for her first and not a euphemism wow. effect. <laughs> I was just thinking, why would you do that? Like she was going to be really good. Like she'd put, oh, it's not great for the backspin yeah. or something. I think it's a, can, can I ask him for felt the, a little the bit like a Brexit power play, it didn't did, it? Yeah, it did a bit. Madam, yeah. let me chalk your cue. I think if Leo Varadkar was watching, uh, he would have said, well, they will sort out the backstop with a game of Paul. I think he'd fancy his chances. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He'll be, he'll be putting his 50 cents on the table, won't he, for that particular game. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Prime was... Minister, this is a pastime popular with pub-going folk <laughs> yeah. called Paul. It was called almost what? that basic. Paul? Yeah. Paul? Yeah. No, not Paul as in the man's name. Yeah. Paul with a double O. Yeah, <laughs> she was getting right into it. She was, uh, I mean, she needs work, which is why we thought we would uh, call on the services of Chris, the magician, uh, Melling, top Paul player, two times world Paul champion on the master circuit these days. Good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon, how are you? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Have you, have you checked out um, Theresa May's technique? Have you had a chance? Yeah, I, um, I watched it this afternoon and mm. uh, it certainly needs a little bit of work on it. Yeah. <laughs> you do sense, the, like, as, as uh, Sam said, it's the first time she'd ever seen a pool cue or indeed any kind of cue before. Yeah, well, obviously, if you've never played before, then it's, um, you're not going to know how to how to play the game, how to um, strike the ball. You know, your fundamentals are not going to be very good. Mm. Um, but it's like any sport that you play, really. You, you need to uh, put a lot of practice in. Her first attempt, it looks like she doesn't kind of, the, the her special advisor is telling her to kind of create a bridge with her hand mm. more or less so she mm. can rest the cue on it. But at first she kind of takes it in two hands like it's a lightsaber and then she's going to kind of poke <laughs> the boy like she's sweeping <laughs> like up. Like a shovel. Yeah. She's like shoving it like a shovel. Like a broom handle. <laughs> but uh, you're right, unless, uh, why would you know? Well, I mean, I doubt if she's played Well, some, for some people it's instinct. Yeah. Our idea, though, Chris, is that you do sense maybe in the next 18 months to you, she will have a bit more time on her hands to allow her to go on the road um, hustling, maybe mm. across the States, 
So, I mean, would you take on a kind of reality TV show where you had to teach her the basic and get sort of pass herself off as someone who was good at pool? How much work would she take? Uh, certainly a lot of work from, from what the video showed. She, uh, she didn't seem to know what she was doing, but the Italian Prime Minister did. Oh, he knew. He, uh, he looked like he played before. But yeah. I, don't, I never thought of Paul as a big game in Italy, but he knows his way around the pool queue, doesn't he's, he? He's been up and down the coast, any the old South Coast, on his uh, on his Vespa. Yeah, play, hustling. Uh, yeah, playing, yeah, hustling, playing uh, just a pool queue in a little case on the back of the bike. Playing. He is a flirty devil. I mean, I hate yeah. to pander to stereotypes. But in his sharp suit, and yeah. he's ushering our prime minister around the table, and mm. I just I questioned his motives. But that's another story. Chris, what do you think her main weaknesses were? I felt that her hand, first of all, was far too near the front of the queue. <laughs> yeah, her hand was about two or three inches from the ball. And yeah, it was flat. Yeah, she didn't raise. She's going to commit a foul, isn't like she? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She definitely needs a lot of work. That's for sure. Have you seen the film Colour of Money uh, with Paul Newman and Tom Cruise? I'm sure he has. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we see this reality show as her in the Tom Cruise role and you as the Paul Newman. Yeah. Uh, What do you think? Yeah, that would work well. I mean, in in actual fact, the guy who taught Tom Cruise Mm. uh, is a friend of mine called Mike Seagal. Wow. uh, From America. He actually took Tom Cruise out of place. What was Tom? I mean, I imagine he was quite method. What was he like when he first got hold of Tom? Not particularly good, no? No, I mean, he was a decent player. Um, the thing is, with especially with the American pool, a lot of players and uh, a lot of actors and footballers and things like that, they all have pool tables in yeah. the house. Right. Um, so, so they do have the general idea of how to, how to play, but obviously to become kind of a hustler or a top player, uh, it takes a lot of work. How's the old pool circuit uh, these days? Is it? Is it? I mean, we know our own and, uh, Andy Goldstein works on sort of pool tournaments on TV, and uh, Moscone Cup is still very popular, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting more popular and popular. Um, I think last year there was over three thousand people at uh, Alexandra Palace watching it. Um, this year it's going to be in uh, Las Vegas, and um, the pool's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, Matchroom Sport, um, Barry Hearn, and his team, Emily Sachs, they're all putting more events on. So uh, it can only get bigger, really. Yeah. Uh, you're a Leeds fan as well, aren't you? I am, yeah. I'm a big Leeds United fan. I went to watch them uh, on Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, you pleased with the way things are going? You think, is, is this the year, you think, uh, uh, Chris? Well, in the past, obviously, they started off well and then obviously fallen away. But this year, they seem to be sticking at it. Obviously, we've had a few results go our way in the last few minutes of the game. Um, but, you know, at the end of the... For me, it's between three teams. It's between Leeds, West Brom and uh, Sheffield United. Yeah, that's, I don't know if you saw uh, Patrick Bamford, who scored the other day, he was, um, there's a guy on Twitter who's called himself Parody Bamford. But, but, I don't know if you've seen it, it's basically lots of very posh things because they're, they're obviously there's a feeling that as footballers go, uh, he is quite posh, is uh, Patrick. And uh, somebody had said, uh, great game, uh, dug out a bottle of 1946 Duval, but can't find the champagne sabre. Think I've <laughs> left it on the greenhouse pruning counter. And, uh, and he also said, I'm going to celebrate the victory today by playing the cello in, play my cello in the conservatory while the Dauphinois potatoes cook. No. Uh, and Patrick Bamford answered. He's engaged in it. He said, I favour the violin, actually, old chap. I personally find the cello far too monotonous. So it's good. 
It's good one of your I players is joining in. That, yeah. yeah, it's excellent, isn't it? It's so often, you know, a bit like James Milner with a boring James Milner. I think you've got to embrace it when the fans... You've got to own it, haven't you? When the fans are having a bit of fun. Mm. Um, for the first time today as well, Sam had not seen the Bielsa, the Bielsa bucket scene. No. Um, we've got one in the office. Um and uh, you were quite taken with it, weren't you, really? Well, I thought, when you explained what it was, yeah. I thought, well, this is classic. I mean, I'm a huge Bielsa fan, yeah. as so many people are. Well, not Frank Lampard, but most yeah. people, you yeah. know. <laughs> Those of us who aren't goody two-shoes admire the Bielsa methods. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, this is classic Bielsa power playing, isn't it? Because he's, he's sending a message to other managers. He's like... These accoutrements you have, these luxuries, these indulgences, like, like, like proper chairs yeah. and all the rest of it, they're pathetic. They're for the weak. They're for children. Yeah. I'm a man. I'll sit on a bucket or yeah. I'll stand up the old-fashioned way. And I think that's just another one of these little methods that he uses to get those extra margins, and yeah. I admire him for that. They've, they've uh, stuck a Leeds badge on the front of it. I'm sure you've seen them, uh, Chris. And they're, but they're about 60, 70 quid, aren't they? Yeah, I mean... I liked what he did from the very start, and mm. a lot of people didn't, don't know that he um, he got all the players to go out collecting rubbish around the park um, because he was saying, you know, all the fans are paying all this money to come and watch, and, and they're just not producing, so they're not getting the value for money, so he made them go do a normal job, <laughs> and uh, it must have worked. That is quite high risk. Imagine Kepper will, uh, uh, will be walking around the park today, won't he, I would imagine, with... Uh... Uh, picking up the rubbish, he'll be on. He'll be on some kind of duty. As Pilaqueta as well, and a few of the others. But anyway, look, good to talk to you, Chris. Um, and if we can get this program away, you're on ball, Jeff. We can get the PM on ball to go around mm. the go around the states playing pool. You're on. Cheers, without a doubt. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Making a welcome return. Uh, Taskmaster co-host from the Horn section, find comedian Liverpool fan. Uh, it is Alex Horn. Good to see you, Alex. Oh, it's good to see you, Paul, and is Sam, for the first time. Yeah, yeah. not met Sam. Uh, um, Sam, it's, uh, there's shades of Andy Jacobs in the glasses and the hairline, but and you are growing. You're starting to look like you're growing well, a bit well, of a beard. I was away last week, and you don't shave much on holiday, do you? Is I mean, that right? Most, is that one of the well, things you do on holiday? Yeah, well, I went hand luggage only, oh. and you can't <laughs> take the razor. 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Really? So of you, course you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, of course, go to a farmer chia abroad and buy a disposable. I don't trust them. Really? Don't trust foreign razors. So I'd grown a beard, come back, looked in the mirror this morning and thought I actually look quite handsome. Are you, you going to go lovely. okay? You're yeah. keep well, it I going. do look handsome. Yeah. No, really no, nice. You commented really nice. on it when you oh, came Oh, straight in. away I said, who's that handsome guy? Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. That's, that's, this is the look I'm sticking with. Mm. Uh, do you, do you, you, obviously you gave up shaving quite a oh, while also, ago. I also Alex. don't trust foreign razors, but mm. also British razors. I don't <laughs> trust any razors. Not anymore. You can't, so can sharp, aren't they? I'm telling you, when we first knew you many years ago when you come in with Tim Key, you didn't have a beard then, did you? I think I might have. I grew my beard in 2007. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so it's 12 years old now, the beard. Right. And I think I've known you for 11 years. Oh, okay, fair enough. So you, looked at, you, looked at your record, you looked at your record. Yeah, of course, I looked at the logbook. Yeah. <laughs> he's got you banged to rights here, Paul. I think he has. He's I, always I, bearded. He's, he's really I, I, done his due diligence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he probably has. But also, I think I always look pretty much the same, whereas Tim Key looks different. Every time you meet him, yeah. he fluctuates well, in yeah, every department he had, of his He had body. a full Grizzly Adams yeah. beard, didn't he? comes he? out, he goes in, he, he gets, gets taller, shorter. Quite a shocking beard. Mm. But uh, that, that's gone now, isn't it? He's clean shaven. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen him for four years now. <laughs> Tim's on the telly tonight because he's in the new Partridge, Shh, isn't he? I know. They've had quite a bit of publicity. I'm doing a tour. <laughs> tour. Um, no, oh, he is. I was going to come on to that. Yeah, He's yeah. listening right now, actually. I spoke to him. Oh, is he? Morning, okay. So Good afternoon, he Tim. Wants, yeah, he wanted to know what we make of the... Kepper situation. Well, what, what, mm. what? I mean, we've kind of we've touched on I it, as you, you can have. imagine. The yeah. station has touched on it once or twice mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. yesterday evening. But um, I'm interested in what you make of it, Alex. Is a well, I think fan. most people are. Yeah. Yeah. What does What does Alex Horn think of the <laughs> situation? For God's sake, yeah. don't leave Alex, us waiting any longer. He's yeah, killing us. Say, people have uh, were sitting in their cars now in lay bys, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. going into meetings. Well over. Kids are game. not being picked yeah. up from school. And uh, now's the moment. Yeah. So here we go. Not much of an opinion. <laughs> Don't really mind it. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was listening yeah, on the radio good. and then turned it on because I thought this would be fun to watch. Mm. Right, drew you to it. Okay, it did drew. I, I sort of missed him as a keeper. I know he's the most expensive keeper. Yeah. I like that his name is keeper. That's yeah, always that's good. Yeah. Um, but I sort of likened it to my band, the horn section. Yeah. That we do have situations in that where, like, the trumpeter's playing, and I tell him to stop playing. And he carries on playing the trumpet for you know an hour or two, yeah, yeah, and just refuse. And then I, you know, it's, it's normally a misunderstanding. He's normally got cramp or something, yeah, but um, in, in his fingers, yeah, I yeah. Imagine you after that much. Now the horn section, uh, yes. we've talked about it on the show before, and it's it, it's very funny. It's a, a musical quite troupe funny. that you front. <laughs> well, yeah. quite fu- quite funny. The times, yeah, that's what it is. One memorable review, but the yeah, you um. <laughs> Uh, you are the front man of this uh, yeah band because of my surname e- excellent yeah excellent musicians yeah there's five uh, great musicians and then yeah. me uh, in charge of them and I have no musical ability so that's sort of the joke that I can yeah. wield power and make mm. them do what you I think when you see an orchestra you sort of I'm always itching to make to, that the conductor would do something more interesting with them so I do that role mm. yeah it's a lot of fun and we're on tour till December excellent and I don't know where but we're in Swansea tomorrow and that's the uh, least selling of the gigs so if, oh. you're, okay, well, so if you happen to be near Swansea yeah, pull your finger out yeah you don't even need to be near Swansea <coughs> to get to Swansea as long as you can get there in time mm. okay what time are you starting uh, uh, eight so you oh, could okay. leave now Okay, well, yeah, that's it. plenty of tickets, yeah. Paul. Okay, Sam, be free. <laughs> so, where, where, where else are you taking in? Where, I don't, to, where, where I sell, don't know. beyond Swansea, you know, where else? No, all over. We sort of do a gig every week because we're, we're all dads and we've all got other things. So, we don't, it's not a tour in okay. the normal sense. We just 
pop out and about. But it's a lot of fun. We're doing a London gig, I think, in Queen Elizabeth Hall on Father's Day. Oh, that'd be good. It will be really good. I've yeah. seen you live many times, and the um, you, it's a bit of audience uh, participation, isn't it? Yeah, not I don't really like to publicise that. Yeah, because I think that would put people. Yeah, off. it's not. It's not. You know, you don't start saying, "What do you do, mate? Come here." It's not. Bull- it's not no, bullying. It's not bullying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's done in a nice way, and most people are very much want to be part of it, don't they? I yeah, think. and also it's only a small percentage who are, end up being involved, and the rest of the audience love seeing one member of the audience being. Uh, ridiculed yeah. so yeah so come with someone that you can push forward but well, I, I'm getting quite good at picking how do you the right decide, people yeah how do you decide on who to pick I'd pick you <clears> why because of the handsome face because of the handsome yeah. face so you mm. go for handsomeness first it's just an inbuilt confidence as well I think right. you'd, you'd, you'd hold your own yeah because I sit like with my I mean I've been called on stage once or twice really? I think so yeah and <clears throat> and uh, you know I haven't Relish the experience, but no. I've gone with it. I don't care. You, you normally know, like it in retrospect, I think. Don't you? Mm. But people yeah. always go, oh, "Actually, that was all right." But my what? When I'm uh, if I'm doing something with my wife, my wife's like, wor- she's one of those people. It's a worst nightmare. Oh, she is. A isn't she? Worst nightmare yeah. to be called up on stage. And so I sit there, not worried about myself. I panic because I think I don't know what she'll do if they pick her out. Right. I mean, she might just pass out. Or go crazy, or run from the venue, or punch someone. What's wrong with your wife? I don't know. I mean, that's we haven't got enough time on this show. But what I mean is, do you do, do you are you able to identify people yeah, like think, my wife? I think I am. It's literally just from experience. I think mm. you know I've done shows for 20, 20 years, so you just learn to avoid yeah. the people. I mean, people tend not to make eye contact when you're right. looking for someone, and you just avoid because that's right. not going to be fun for anyone. No, your yeah. wife on stage, you know, would be yeah, she'd a be, nightmare be, for everyone. Be terrible, yeah. 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 And uh, your Taskmaster is back as well soon. It's isn't coming it? back in May. Yep. Yeah, FA Cup final time. That's normally yeah. the time. Yeah, and it's a good new. It's a cast of five different worlds colliding this time. So we've right. got. Shall I tell you who we've got? Yeah, you right? can do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've got uh, Sean Gibson from Car Share. Oh yeah, she's, she's very good, terrific. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, Ian Sterling from Love Island. Yeah. Paul Sinner from The Chase. Oh, wow. Uh, Joe Thomas from The Inbetweeners, and uh, Lou Sanders from Taskmaster. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. No, she's a great stand-up, uh, but has less of a television a hook, so is yet less useful in this sort of situation. Mm. No, it is. Yeah. Lisa, I've seen mm. her. Like, she's, oh, she's very, very funny. funny. She's very funny. She's very funny in this. And uh, they're all good, but they're all very different. And that's hopefully what this, every series brings to you, Taskmaster. Hopefully each series is different mm. from the past. And it takes everyone a little while to get used to the new, the new cast. But this lot are good. Paul Sinar is extraordinary. And do you watch The Chase, Sam? Time to time. Oh, I've, yeah. met, I've, met Paul, time. I've met yeah. Paul more in here. He comes in yeah, here, Paul, doesn't Paul's he? Paul's yeah. yeah. here in the studio. But he's one of these who's got an amazing brain, yeah. but, which is useless in Taskmaster. Same <laughs> as when Mark Watson <laughs> he's a, did it. He's actually here on Wednesday. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's, oh. uh, of course, he's one of comedy's many medical doctors, isn't he? He's another one that, uh, you know, there's yeah, yeah, been yeah. a number over like the years. Harry Hill. Yeah, yeah, there's been a few over the years. Simon Brockin. And I had to make that call. Yeah. I had to make that big call. Yeah. Uh, my dad is a GP. Just and that's the only relevant thing I've got to say at this point. <laughs> not was there an expectation? No, not a comedian. No, no. I was once treated though by little Harry. You know Harry Hill's um, the ginger sidekick. Oh yes, who was yeah. a doctor. I got knocked over by it's a long story. Hmm. Just do uh, it. Got time? Yeah, okay. Go so yeah. I was I was a goal judge in a polo match when I was nineteen because they played polo <laughs> where I used to live, and so you have to stand behind the goal and wave a flag. Yeah. And if a horse is running towards you, they say just stand still mm. because a horse never bumps into a tree. Oh. So I stood still, and the horse crashed, clattered straight into me. <laughs> and the doctor who treated me was little Harry Hill. Well, what about that? Wow. It wasn't that long a story, was it? But, no, but yeah. it's really upsetting that they lied to you about the horse. What bad misinformation you were given. Yeah. I mean, you could have died. I did. I did. I did. I did die. <laughs> I did well, die. I did. Now, the story. You were one of those people who died yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. resuscitated by no, little I, Harry Hill. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. 
We're with you all the way until that point. I believe mm. that. Just stand still. You believe yeah. things like that, don't you? They say that about if you're in the jungle. Like, you know, there's a wild cat yeah. and no. it's coming at you. Stay still. I, I, I can help there. I've mentioned this before. I was right. in uh, Yosemite in National Park and there was a sign. This is wild cat territory. Right. And if you see one, it's a bit like it's like a, pen, like a penalty shootout. Make yourself big. They say, <laughs> they say make yourself big. Like Peter Schmeichel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a sort of star jump just position. Just a Bruce Grobbler. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. But make yourself big. And did, you, and did this happen? No, I, did. I never saw oh. one. But well, the thing is, you don't know who to trust. And yeah. I know, I was well prepared. Um, you've just picked up a copy of the Sun Goals pullout there. Mm, um, I didn't mean to. Eight crime. Nine point lead cut to one as cracks start to show for your team, of course, Liverpool. Are you buying into this? Are you worried? No, I mean, I haven't uh, read anything about them. Um, I, I think they're fun. I went to watch them play Bournemouth up in Anfield with, with Tim Key the other week. And yeah. was, we just need a few more of those games. So that was the easy 3-0. Mm. And I think they've got 11 games left. Hmm. See if, they win, if they win nine of them, they'll, I reckon they'll win the league. That's my theory. They're not going to concede many. They've only let in 15. Yeah. It's five fewer than Man, Man City. So I think, I think they're still in the box seat. You know, and I, to be honest, Man City's goal difference is always going to be better than Liverpool. So the, one point or three points ahead doesn't make too much difference. I, I think... Man City will drop six points. Really? So yeah, I've done the math. Yeah, so I think they're going to win. Where, where have you, can you think of where those six are? Thinking at Old Trafford. Yeah, okay. And then I think they'll do another slip up against Burnley or something like that. I think they'll, because they've got it in them. They've lost four times, yeah. haven't they? Cool, he's getting in their heads. Oh, Pep's yeah, in his car. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's, that's why I'm here. He's got the League Cup next to him in <laughs> his car. Um, one of his bright, brightly coloured jumpers. And he's listening to this and he's, you're getting into his head. Yeah. That's fantastic. Six points. If they drop them... Yeah. You're very, I mean, if you are listening, Pep, Alex yeah. is very calm in the way he's saying this. I really believe he believes it. It's like convincing. It's not often you see a fan of a club yeah. who are going for a title be that yeah, especially optimistic. Especially it's been so long, but he's mm. just, he's not fussy. He's, this also, is not, this I is think not the draw at Old Trafford against a team with momentum who've played the best, you know, got the best results yeah. since Christmas, I think that's not a bad result. No, Four no. points from Man U this year. That's like, like Graham Sooner said after the game yesterday. He was saying yeah. the same thing, wasn't he? When he suddenly yeah, broke well, off. Dave Jones a bit of giving the eyes, didn't what, he? Did, what, did you what are you looking at me like that for? Yeah, yeah. I don't. It didn't like. Yeah, it wasn't. It are you was, looking at me, boy? It, it was a bit like that. <laughs> it was funny though. Don't um, you look at me? Yeah. Uh, square goal. So um, I don't think I'd like Graham Sooners, but I don't think I would cope very well with him on a night out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're going to talk about swag now. Sam, you mm. worked in the world of uh, showbiz. You were editor of Heat magazine for many years, and I'm yeah. sure. Got invited to a lot of swanky uh, parties. Now, I thought this was a thing of the past, but the goodie bag at the Oscars, I remember speaking to the uh, Patrick Marber, who was um, who was nominated for uh, Notes on a Scandal, Best Adapted Screenplay, and I said to him, the swag's fantastic, isn't it? You know, because mm. he was on the show talking to us one day, and he said, there was no goodie bag. I didn't see a goodie bag, but the, the goodie bag is back because all the people that have been nominated... Um, they got hundreds, they always say this hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of stuff. Every nominee, uh, is it, yeah, every nominee they say, ah, okay, is it only for best actor and actress and director? Because uh, they're the only ones they've said, or is it all nominees? Because the top people in those categories, in the in the big actuary categories, we all know, um, they get the holiday in Greece. No, uh, yep, yeah, uh, lots of wellness retreat uh, trips as well. Um, what else do they get? A uh, chance to take a friend on a luxury small ship trip worth £20,000. Uh, you can go to the Amazon or Iceland. Oh. Okay, I don't know if that means... What would you choose? To their warehouse. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, uh, probably Iceland. 
Would you? Well, I, I don't know. I've not given any. I put you under pressure. Sorry, sorry to have, put, put you on the spot, mate. Let's play Amazon or Iceland. Oh. Uh, people text in. Amongst all this top-level swag, there were snacks infused with cannabis, which, of course, is legal oh. in California, but obviously don't bring that home. No. Uh, VIP membership of Weed Friendly Social Club, uh, Mota or Motta. I've, not, I've never been. Not Motti, obviously. Uh, Weed so th- Friendly Social Club. Is, yeah, what does that make? In, what, a club where you... Well, I don't know. This is this is in California where it's legal, so they well, can do what they well, want. Well, you know, I don't know what's going on in California, but... What about this, then? Yeah. Uh, you also get the offer to bring 100 friends to New York's first virtual axe-throwing bar. Axe-throwing is virtual a Virtual axe-throwing. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you're not throwing real axes? No. I, no, I don't think it's not you. No, no, but that that does exist. Their axe-throwing is a thing. I know that. That's right. Um, but just some of the stuff they're giving I away. I wonder how many of these film stars with their busy schedules are able to even accept any of these gifts. Yeah. So you've got a bag full of all of these, like outrageously um, extravagant gifts but I don't know I mean you know if, if you're at that level yeah. of film stardom that you're nominated for a top Oscar I reckon through the year you're not going to I mean I suppose you might be able to you might be ringing up next day okay, can I send my mum instead I can I change so. the yeah. name I don't know whether Olivia Coleman will be doing all the axe throwing and stuff it does seem wrong doesn't it uh, that they only, if this is the case it only goes to the people who've got the actor and director well this old uh Spike uh, Spike Lee because mm. he did it. He, he won adapted uh, yeah, for Black Klansman. Yeah. Have you seen that? It's no, good. I haven't seen it's it. It's very good. I've been I'd, meaning I'd, I'd to rec- watch it. I'd recommend it. He uh, so I'd like to think he'd get the swag bag. Do you remember that um, famous uh, episode of The Sopranos when they decide to liberate Lauren Bacall of a swag bag? <laughs> it's <laughs> quite, quite shocking. Yeah. Christopher just basically yeah he, he hits her, doesn't he? He just <laughs> he, he lays one on her like he's punching. <laughs> Somebody I don't know why I'm laughing. It's, it's, an no, awful it's not. Thing for, to it's not. Look, it's not real. You, you know, you shouldn't punch Lauren McCall. But what? A, but what a, no, if, if you're out there, well, you can't sadly. Well, no. I, yeah, but it's it's a it's such a you know. I mean, it was it, it was fiction, of course, but fairly I, messed up. I once it was when I was at Heat. I was at a, on a working on a men's magazine when I was much younger, going back like almost twenty years ago, mm. and they invited us um, Audi. Invited us out to a really posh hotel. See, in, it's still in, paying out in the Oxford. Yeah, exactly. I mentioned out. that yeah. Oxford shit. Well, it's relevant. I have to say because yeah. we went out and they launched the T the Audi TT. Now you see them everywhere these days. We did, but then no one had seen a car like it. Do you remember when that car came oh, out? Yeah. And oh my, it looks little like sport, something out of the Jetsons. Number, yeah. We went for this lunch, and I think I was quite young, but it was one of those ones as you'll remember in the magazines that you cut someone of more importance couldn't make it. So they said, Oh, you go along to this. Yeah, It'll probably yeah. be boring. They'll just bore you about a new car, but you'll get a free lunch out of it. <laughs> so we went out to this hotel. Not a proper job, is it? I mean, it's really not a proper job. No, not they look at these hands. They're yeah, pathetic. No, look, they're soft. You've never they've I've never, never done a proper day's work. Not a day's hard labour in your and in they, your life. And they said uh, <laughs> and at the end of this lunch they gave us the swag bag, and there was a little toy car and a few other bits and bobs, nothing yeah. too special. But at the bottom of it, there was a key, and it was the key to an Audi TT. And when you went out into the courtyard of the hotel, there was so there was about ten journalists there. There was just these cars I'd never even seen them before at the time. It was just the most incredible car you'd seen, yeah. and they were all parked out in the gravel driveway. And you had a key, and you found out which car was yours just by clicking it and seeing which one beeped. Then you get in the car, and you—I mean, they didn't—you didn't keep it. <laughs> That's, That's not say. the end of the story. Yeah, but I mean, it's a good story anyway. Yeah. It was a great thing anyway because you got to drive you, it around. Young lad, no, no, you were, I took it home. 
I took it home for three days. I was in Oxford. I drove back. I was nervous. I don't think I've been driving that long. I drove back on the A40 and I parade. I I just spent the weekend just driving around hoping to see people I knew. What about it? was the middle of summer. It was great because everyone was outside pubs. And so you could drive up and down parading yourself. I must look so obnoxious, yeah. but that's easily the best swag I've ever seen. Your out your window and a, and a jumper all, all knotted that around stuff. your neck. All of that stuff. There we are. That was this afternoon. Uh, I'm back tomorrow. Sam, you're back next Monday, aren't you? I'm back next Monday. Yeah. Will you look forward to it? Did yeah, you of course enjoy I will, yeah. today? Uh, how many sleeps? That's what I'll be asking yes. every day. I did enjoy it. I did. Did you, you tick <clears> it off? I will. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, so Sam will be back next week. Uh, uh, Luke Moore with me tomorrow hopefully Jarrell Miller in the studio as well thanks for downloading us as always you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.